0: So Nikki's gone and we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I have to,
1: I guess I have an obligation. I mean, we have an election tomorrow, uh, front row Joe's I have to at least mention for a couple of seconds, right? Then we're going to get on to more important things like how to make America great again. Okay. But Nikki's actually gone very far
0: left. She's very, Um, uh, welcome to CPAC 2024. I don't like to what we're going to do is we're going to stream it, President Trump President on Real America's Voice, the other stream, you can watch him on our getter feed on Rumble, okie dokie. It's what? It's Friday, the, 20, uh, the 23rd of February, year of our Lord, 2024. We've got the Elise Stefanik is in the house. Is New York MAGA here? Is that New York MAG over there? I can't hear you. I tell you what, your speech is on fire. Let's play your walk-in music. Go ahead and hit it, Real America's Voice. Elise. Elise, how's Doing, right?
2: A Republican from Northern New York, the youngest woman ever to serve in Congress.
3: Elise Stefanik, the number three leader in the House, one of the former president's most loyal supporters.
4: What a job she's done! Thank you, Elise. Thank God there are people out there like Elise Stefanik who doesn't just moan about things on Twitter. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik is now suing Governor Hochul, claiming that allowing unregulated mass
0: mail
1: ballots violates the state constitution.
2: Congresswoman Elise Stefanik has filed a complaint against. New York Attorney General, Letitia James. It is a witch hunt. This committee is not about seeking the truth. It is a smear campaign. Mom
4: has for filed for a complaint alleging judicial
2: misconduct. The real threat to democracy is Joe Biden and Democrats who are attempting to remove President Trump from the ballot. I have been so proud to stay for the American people in the toughest fight.
1: I watched her run over the head of Harvard, the head of Penn, the great old
4: Wharton School of Finance. Did I not realize when she opens that mouth, you were killing them, Elise? You were killing them. Whether
2: it's standing up for election integrity, whether it's being the first member of Congress to endorse President Trump, whether it's defeating Liz Cheney to unify the Republican Party.
1: I'll always be your friend. What a great future you have. Are we ready?
0: One of the boldest political moves I've ever seen in Washington, D.C. is Elise Stefanik putting it all on the field and taking out Liz Cheney. Talk talk to our audience about that. I want to go back to a little history. You've been with President Trump from the beginning. Talk to us about taking out Cheney, how it happened, and why you felt it was necessary to do it.
2: Well, when they played that video, Steve, it's just a reminder, this has been a long road. This is a long road for patriots across this country who have seen just the unprecedented weaponization going after President Trump from the Russia hoax in 2016 to Democrat Talking Point members, Pelosi puppets like Liz Cheney. When it became clear after— Pelosi puppet? Pelosi puppet. That's right. I said that in my CPAC speech. And I'll tell you, after January 6th, on January 6th, I was proud to stand up for the Constitution, to stand up for the American people, and election integrity. And what we saw was that Liz Cheney became Nancy Pelosi's puppet. She parroted the left's talking points. And uh, we saw just that sham witch hunt in the J6 committee, which was an illegal committee, by the way. We all know this here. And it was important— As I've
0: argued in federal court.
2: Yes. And it was important for House Republicans to unify and support President Trump. We got it done. One of the most unprecedented leadership races in history. I was proud to defeat her. She will never hold elected office again. All right!
0: How much pressure—because I don't think people realize what behind the scenes happens. How much pressure did you get behind the scenes in doing that? Because that was the Bush-Cheney-Hunter.
2: Well, there was smear campaigns by the mainstream media, huge amount of of pressure. But I knew what I was doing was right on behalf of my constituents that I represent, on behalf of the American people who are just tired of the lies in the mainstream media, who are tired of the left, because what the left accuses us of is actually what they're guilty of themselves. We know that. They are guilty 10 times over. Nancy Pelosi's J6 committee was a sham. It was illegal. And the only office that was off limits was Nancy Pelosi's office herself, because she needs to be held accountable. And she's just not, by the media, like we're seeing every single day, Joe Biden is not held accountable.
0: Talk to us about that. Talk to us about the accountability. Right now, you've had these hearings on Harvard. There's other hearings up there. There's this uh, impeachment. People feel right now kind of, hey, is anything really happening? Walk us through not just the defense of President Trump. But going on offense against what the Democrats did in the House, and particularly the illegitimate Biden regime, because people are sitting there going, do we have enough political will to actually go there?
2: We do have political will. And I've been proud to stand in the breach on the toughest fights for our republic, whether it was supporting Donald Trump in 2016, which I was smeared. I was the only elected federal uh, woman who was a Republican in the Northeast who voted and supported President Trump, whether it was standing up against Adam Schiff's impeachment hoax and sham impeachment, whether defeating Liz Cheney, and most recently, those university presidents, two of whom are former. Goodbye. They've been fired. But it shows, Steve, one person can make a difference when you have the American people behind you, and it set off an earthquake and a reckoning that was long overdue. There is an ideological and institutional rot in these so-called elite higher ed education institutions, whether it's the offices of DEI, which are inherently anti-Semitic, whether it's the foreign dollars that are flowing in to prop up these Middle Eastern studies departments that are anti-Israel and anti-Semitic. So those two are gone. We have so many more that we need to look at. So this investigation is very important, Steve, because it's not just those elite universities. It's rampant. And for the first time ever, we were forced to issue subpoenas against Harvard because they were so entitled, they refused to turn over documents. They didn't
0: want to turn over documents. They thought you, they, could, they, they could stonewall you.
2: And they you, can't. And you, they underestimated me. But I will tell you, I got it done. And I'm proud to stand up for what is morally right and proud to stand up for my district and the American people.
0: Talk to us us a second about when the House gets back, we've got the CR, we have the budget, the down-planning strategy right now. This audience right here, I think we're pretty consistent. Either shut down the border or shut down the government. What, what 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 hope do you give people that we're going to start getting tough? We're going to start saying, "Hey, there's too much debt. The deficits are too big." that Speaker Johnson, somebody's got to have his back, walk us through what's going to happen.
2: My top priority is securing the border. There is a catastrophe across this country and every state across the country is a border state. It's not just southern border states. My home state of New York, we are getting overrun by illegals who have been shipped up from the southern border and the northern border has had an increase in illegal crossings, including those on the terrorist watch list. So in my conversations with Speaker Mike Johnson, in my conversations with my colleagues as the House Republican conference chair, we are laser-focused on securing the border. And listen, the media is is serving as the stenographer—not this show, but the mainstream media—is serving as the sycophant stenographers for Joe Biden trying to pass the buck and blame Congress. People see through that. They know the truth, that Joe Biden's executive actions have caused this border crisis. So we're going to stand for securing the border, and we're going to stand strong on that. Amen. on this show, or frankly even the war room posse, is that you don't have the backup that you need in Congress. A lot of your colleagues, they might call themselves Republicans, but they don't really act like it. How can we ensure going into this election cycle that the Republicans that we're electing, I know Alex DeGrasse was speaking at our Force Multiplier Academy about all the work you guys are doing in these districts, but do you think we're going to have really the, the uh, backup that we actually need to actually secure the border, to actually have accountability with these investigations? We do have the backup, and as House Republican Conference Chair, I work with all of our House Republican members, because just like I work for all my constituents, we need to make sure that we're delivering results. And I'll tell you, what the mainstream media won't tell you is how productive we have been in passing good conservative legislation and on our impeachment inquiry investigation against Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, which we're going to continue pushing forward. So, one, we passed H.R. 2, the most—the secure—the border bill, which is the strongest border security package ever. This was when the mainstream media said we couldn't get it done. We passed H.R. 1, which is our energy independence bill, to go after Joe Biden's war against American energy independence, and it allow American manufacturing and American energy production to boom like we saw under President Trump. We passed the Parents' Bill of Rights Act to ensure that parents are the primary stakeholders in their kids' education. And on the accountability piece, we've impeached Orcus. media said we couldn't get it done, we got it done. And and we're continuing to uncover what I believe is the greatest corruption scandal ever in the history of the American, of, the, of our country, and that's the Biden crime family corruption.
0: Ho, ho, ho. Do you actually think there are a Biden crime family? You think you can back that up with the receipts?
2: Well, the receipts, Steve, look at the bank accounts. The bank accounts don't lie. You have, Over a Treasury. You have hundreds of thousands of dollars going directly into the coffers of Joe Biden and Jill Biden, and it was all perpetrated as part of this Biden family scheme, this influence peddling scheme that used Joe Biden's name. Joe Biden was on the conference calls with Hunter Biden's corrupt uh, business partners that are adversaries of our country. So, yes, the bank records don't lie. I heard
0: Gates told us this morning, James Biden said, hey, I was taking it from Chinese companies, not from the Chinese Communist Party. Is that a good enough excuse?
2: It is not a good enough excuse. And th- these are crimes that have been committed. It is corruption at the highest level.
0: Okay. You just gave—I don't know if you had a chance to see it—but you just gave a barn burner speech here at CPAC. Okay, I want—I want you to summarize for this audience that couldn't make it the speech, but more importantly, the mainstream media is saying you're just. Uh, brazenly aggressive, that you're ambitious, that you don't believe any of this, and you've gone full MAGA because you see that as a path to power. Is the mainstream media right?
2: No, the mainstream media is dead wrong. I am proud to stand up for my district. I am proud to stand up for the American people. I have strong upstate New York values. I represent the cradle of the revolution, the patriots in this country who founded our great republic, and I am so proud every day to stand in the breach. The media under underestimates me. They underestimate all of us, but it's going to be up to us to save this country by electing President Trump, and we will this November. Talk about
0: that. Right now, it's not simply also electing President Trump. We've had people up here, Matt Ball from Breitbart, others, saying they're already laying traps in legislation, the lobbyists, etc., Then, when President Trump comes into office, that's when the battle's really going to start. Walk us through what you're going to do and can do to make sure that this second term is not partially stolen like the first term.
2: Well, let's go back to when President Trump ran in 2016. One of the most important parts of his message was about draining the swamp. And we've seen how much deeper the swamp has gotten even since 2016. These are unelected, radicalized, bureaucrats that think they are entitled to making these decisions rather than the American people and who you elect and who you elect as president. So we need to be ready on day one. I know that President Trump is going to be more prepared than ever before to drain the swamp. We need to get that done to hold people accountable for this illegal weaponization and to deliver success for the American people because President Trump knows that's who he works for. He doesn't work for the swamp. He doesn't work for the editorial boards. He doesn't work for the Chattering class at the cocktail circuit. He works for you and I, the American people.
0: Uh, why does President Trump continue to say, why does he continue to say that you're his best defender? Not just in Congress, but anyway. Why does President Trump say that?
2: If you look at the toughest fights, whether it was Adam Schiff's impeachment, sham impeachment in 2019, if you look at January 6th standing up for the Constitution, if you look at the importance of defeating Liz Cheney, I've been proud to lead the effort and stand in the breach in those toughest of fights. I'm proud to be the first member of Congress to endorse President Trump for re-election. We're going to get this done because he is rallying the people in support of him. So I will continue to lead. I will continue to lead from the front with a backbone of steel.
0: Okay, Alex DeGrasse is a regular on the show. The audience absolutely loves, loves Alex. He comes on and gives details. How do people follow you? How do they find out more about you? Social media, how do they find out more about you? Your warrior background, where do they go?
2: Elise Stefanik. You can follow me on social media. Elise Stefanik on Twitter, on Facebook, on Rumble. And uh, just very grateful for all of the support. And on truth, follow me on truth.
0: Last question. If Donald J. Trump would ask you to serve as his vice president of the United States, What is your answer?
2: I'd be honored to serve in a future Trump administration, but we have so much work to do, and I'm going to work every single day. I have a big job as the representative for my district, New York's 21st district, which is so proud to have a voice at the highest level, and then as the House Republican conference chair and a top surrogate. So we're going to work every single day, and I know that we can get this done, America.
0: Stefanik, the
2: enforcer, let's give it up! Thank you, Steve. Thank you.
0: Thank you. A short commercial break here of Real America's Voice. At least Stefanica may have a chance to meet a few of you. Carrie Lake is up next. Be back in a moment. Beware, when's the last time you checked your home title? Never, right? Cyber criminals may have already forged your name off your home's title. His name is on your home's title. He's going to take out loans using your equity. You won't know until foreclosure notices show up for unpaid home loans he took out on your house. Now, I rely on Home Title Lock to protect my home's title. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Let me repeat that. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Question. Has some criminal taken over your title? Find out for free when you sign up. Code Bannon at signup, You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. Let me repeat that. You get a free comprehensive scan and 30 days of legendary Home Title Lock protection. This is all free. Go to Home Title Lock, Lock HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com and put in promo code Bannon. That's HomeTitleLock.com and put in promo code Bannon. Take action today. Take the angst of this off off of your plate. Don't let these cyber bandits, these cyber thugs, coupled with artificial intelligence, mess with your home equity action action action
1: an enthusiastic crowd of christian broadcasters that he would restore the power of religious leaders you have such power but you really you weren't allowed to use that power And you're now allowed to use i get in there you're going to be using that power at a level that you've never used it before it's going to bring back the churchgoer we have to bring back our religion we have to bring back christianity in this country governor donald trump for that crowd at least is framing this election as a fight for christianity christian nationalism which includes essentially throwing out the separation of church and state what do you see as the implications of his good versus evil framing, more specifically, painting opponents as part of a wicked system?
0: Well, first of all, I happen to be a Christian, and Christianity is about the change inside of you and the projection you make to the world. It's really about peace and love and kindness and self-control. That's what it's about. And it's it's not about trying to engage in passing all these laws – that suit your religion because frankly we we have multiple religions and all of them offer something special uh to each and every one of us
1: enough. And can't I- take
0: anymore president trump's defending the christians at an nrb and they can't take it right they hate
5: it uh. we've got carrie lake in the house oh man this crowd
0: A crowd. No, you know, i know got, got you and Stefanik back to back. That's the, what draws
5: the crowd. Well, this is just such an amazing event, and I've gotten myself energized after being here for a couple of days. That's what's so great about CPAC. Joe Biden could not draw a crowd one-tenth this size if he tried. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I take that back. He's drawing massive crowds on the border. Unfortunately, it's foreign armies pouring across. The only crowds he's drawing are the people pouring across the border. Let's talk about the
0: border. Biden's saying now he's thinking about executive action to try to shut
5: down the border. Your thoughts? You know, if he thinks that he's going to shut it down, which he can. He could do it this afternoon. And I applaud that. Do you believe that? He could do it right away? Well, he could. But will he? I don't know. No, he won't. But But do you think he has the tools to shut it down? It's real simple. Remain in Mexico. Bring that policy back. Start building the wall and put it on hyper speed. get that wall built in the next month or two. And also Title 42, just go back to what we were doing with President Trump, allow our law enforcement border patrol to detain and deport people, instead of busing them to all over the country and flying them all over the country, fly them back to their home country and help the American people. He could do that if he wanted, but if he thinks by doing that we're going to give him credit for securing our border, he's the one that created this invasion. It's a biden invasion; it was his doing, and it's a self-inflicted wound that we're all suffering because of. And Arizona, of course, is ground zero for it.
0: So talk to us about, talk to us about your Senate race. People here have not seen you in a while, they know you've been out raising money across the nation, but also campaigning in Arizona. Talk to us about the U.S. Senate, your opponent. Is cinema going to run, or is she out? And uh, how are you going to win this seat? We need to win Arizona in the presidential election, right. we've got to win this Senate seat. How is Carrie Lake going to do it?
5: Well, the road to the White House and the road to the majority in the U.S. Senate goes through Arizona. This is going to be one of those years where you have to be pushing to get some important senators through, because we want President Trump in the White House, but we have to give him the majority in the Senate. Can you imagine if he stuck with the Democrats and Chuck Schumer? Can you imagine, he'll never get his Supreme Court picks through, his cabinet picks won't go through. They'll probably do another witch hunt, hoax, BS impeachment trial. We gotta have the majority in the Senate. That's why I'm running. It was a year ago I took the stage at CPAC and told you all about a very disturbing conversation I had had with somebody pretty high up in politics where they tried to bribe me to stay out of politics. Did any of you hear that speech a year ago? Well, and you all saw, hopefully some of you heard the audio of that conversation. And I'm reminded as I'm here in D.C., and I was in D.C. yesterday, I'm reminded that there's so much of that bribery and blackmail going on. We send people to D.C. and immediately they get taken in by the swamp. We've got to start sending people who say, F no, we're not going to have a bribe, we're not going to be blackmailed. we're going to work for we the people. And you know you're going to get that with me. We need more fighters. President Trump's amazing. You know, his first term, sometimes I felt like it was him alone on an island fighting for us. This go around, he's going to have an army of fighters in Washington, D.C., working for our constituents back home and working to get President Trump's incredible, incredible agenda passed quickly. You know, I don't know if you, if you heard the El Salvador president speak yesterday. That country used to be a nightmare. It was the uh, murder capital of the world. You couldn't walk safely on the streets. In three short years, he's turned that country around. It's one of the most safe countries now. And sadly, we're less safe than El Salvador right now. Can you believe that? We are less safe in this country. We are on on the verge of going down if we don't all stand up and fight back.
3: Well, speaking of things that are
1: neither safe nor secure, I think elections are probably a a good example of that. What is your
2: campaign, what are you guys doing to ensure that what happened last time, that's the number one question that I get from the war room posse on the election integrity front, What are you guys doing to make sure those left-wing, far-left progressive groups
0: are not— Particularly in Arizona.
5: Particularly in Arizona. We know they have their sights set on that state, but what are you guys doing to ensure that doesn't happen? You know what's interesting? Some of the same NGOs who are uh, part of the human smuggling operation, I recognize some of those same NGOs on those lists that are also the usual suspects when it comes to ballot harvesting. So a lot of money is going into them to do some very nefarious things. Our court case is still going. There are several other court cases that are moving through the system. We now have an AZGOP chair, now that we got rid of the unethical one, who actually cares about election integrity. We are are pushing lawsuits, many different people and entities to stop illegals from being able to vote, to just make Maricopa County and Arizona follow the election laws. We're not asking for... Any benefit to us, we're asking for a level playing field. We're not asking for them to give extra, you know, push for Republicans. We just want a level playing field. So we have many different uh, cases that are moving through the system. I'm very excited about some of them. We've got to get them out of Maricopa County. Maricopa County is a pretty corrupt place. What is
0: this? We just started with, uh, with President Trump at NRB defending Christians. You have it mainstream media, all of them, Kasich, the whole crowd. Attacking saying Christian nationalism, Christian nationalism, this is the new insurrection, this is the new domestic terrorist. What do you what do you have to say to both support President Trump and his defense and also to go after the mainstream media that is trying to demonize Christians, trying to Sick. demonize the, the religion that this nation was founded upon? We're part of the Judeo Christian West, but this is a Christian nation.
5: Well they know that we're in a battle of good versus evil, of God versus the devil, really. And they know that so many of us are returning to our faith. We are praying. We're down on our knees praying for God to help. And that scares the hell out of them because I think there's a lot of um, demons operating right now. And you see it in the fake news. I say, anybody the fake news, that's right, anybody the fake news is demonizing, you should be supporting. Any anything the fake news is celebrating, you need to look at it with scrutiny. That is how twisted the media is. And you know we're hearing a lot about um, layoffs at some of these corporate news operations. You know oh, what? It's huge. Vice News laid off everybody. They're shutting down all over. Not war room. Yeah. All over. Not, not war room. room. We're not war room. I have to. You know, I'm not. I'm not losing sleep over that one, guys. I want our economy, I want everybody to be working, but when we're, when we're pushing propagandists onto the unemployment line, I'm okay with that because they are destroying this country. The enemy of the people is what President Trump called them. Think about that. He called them that back in 2016. And now we know he was right. He was right about everything. We've got to get that man back in the White House. I'm seeing crowds say, how do, you, how do you feel about getting President Trump back in the White House? Are you okay, I thought so. Are you going to go out and work this next 10 months, work your butts off, get involved in campaigns, knock doors, do everything you can? Is everybody up for that? Okay. Yo. And you're gonna watch War Room so that you know You you can talk to people about what's happening. This is the time where we have to start talking to our neighbors. Remember last election, they had everybody muzzled. We couldn't even talk to our neighbors and say, hey, something's going on here and this isn't right. We're not muzzled anymore, and we're not afraid to be name-called. We're not afraid to be canceled. We're not afraid to ruffle feathers. This is a time to ruffle some feathers and speak out. The most powerful weapon we have is our voice. It's time to get out there and wake some people up. Amen. Okay, yep.
0: we, you've got a big event in mar lago I think, April 3rd. Walk people through your campaign. We've got about a minute. Where do they go? How do they support you, particularly where you're going to be? Because people love hearing your speaking engagements uh, and you're going to speak tomorrow. I'm by the way be here. By the way, Carrie Lake has the toughest job of all at CPAC. She's following President Trump tomorrow.
5: Actually, that's changed. <laughs> because <laughs> President Trump's schedule changed. So now I'm ahead. I'm just before President Trump. Oh, you're the opening act. <laughs>
0: the second hardest job in the world <laughs> is opening for President Trump. There's
5: going to be a lot of great speakers tomorrow. I encourage you to get down into the uh, conference center and watch them. I mean, we're going to have some great speakers tomorrow. We've got to support this man, come hell or high water. This is our last chance to save this republic. If you want to find out more about my campaign, carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. We've got events on there. April 3rd, we're going to be at Mar-a-Lago for a great event. Just found out my friend Roseanne Barr is going to be there, and we're going to have some other great Whoa. special guests. Roseanne Barr and Carrie. And Lake. And maybe we can twist this man's arm and get him I'm to a, fancy Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, no. I'm a populist, but I love Mar-a-Lago.
0: <laughs> Last question, I just asked at least to before he lets you go. I know you're running for the Senate, but you are on the, uh, the poll here for VP. If President Trump was to ask you about running as his running mate, what would be your response?
5: You know what, I, I really want to help my country in the best way possible. And right now I see that as, as running for the U.S. Senate. I really do. We need to have backup. We got to have some backup for President Trump. So President Trump's going to make that decision. And frankly, he could pick anybody in this crowd to be his VP, and we will be in good hands. All right. <laughs> Let's give it up for Kerry Lake. Anyone in this crowd would be good with me. Thank you, guys. Stay Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Let's give it up for Kerry. Trump. 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 Kerry.
0: Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. MyPatriotSupply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day, sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply. when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit, that is $60 per kit, at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action.
4: Here's your host, Stephen K. Ban. Yo!
0: Okay. Is happy hour started yet? Thank you. It's five I, o'clock somewhere. There they go. They're getting riled up now. Now we're this is war room on a Friday at CPAC. You guys enjoying CPAC? Yeah. You glad you came? Yeah. Next year we want even a bigger turn. It's huge right now. Let's make even better next year in President Trump's first year of his second term. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many of you came to the uh, Force Multiplier Academy the other day? Look at this. Thank you so much. Okay. Poso, by the way, if we, have, if we have the clip, can we play the Poso clip when we get it up? Poso, you caused international trouble. You got, you got uh, Mac Daddy on Drudge. You're the, you're the number one thing on the Biden-Harris campaign. Tell folks what you said. Everybody, New York Times, everybody's banging on you here. What did you say, Poso? That got us
4: in so much trouble, and people so, and say, "Why are you guys saying this?" So we're over there doing the the force multiplier. Also, hello, CPAC. Do we have any Patriots in the house? All right. So we're doing the we're doing it, and they and and they're talking about. How they're call, They all call us insurrectionists. You're insurrectionists for three years. Insurrection, domestic insurrection, ter- insurrection, domestic insurrection, terrorists. Insurrection terrorists. Now they said it's, it's CPAC isn't the end of globalism. They say CPAC is the end of democracy, end of democracy, end of democracy. So I walk up and I say, welcome to the end of democracy. <laughs> and, and I said, no, I said, they, they said we tried to get rid of democracy on January 6th. Didn't get rid of all of it. Still have a little bit less. So we got more work to do. And, and they keep asking me what I mean about this. And I say, look, what you call democracy is the same thing that North Korea calls democracy right. when they say the All Democratic right. People's All Republic right. of Korea. All right. Hang on. We've got the clip because
0: Poso buried the lead, which is this punchline at the end. Let's play the clip. We'll come
4: back. Welcome to the end of democracy. <laughs> We're here to overthrow it completely. We didn't get all the way there on January 6th but we will we, we, we will endeavor to, to get rid of it and replace it with with this right here. We'll replace it with this right, all right here. Amen. That's right because all glory, all glory is not to government all glory to God. All right. all right. All right. Would you like to see a return of God to our country? All right. Should God be allowed to return to the public square? Amen. We've tried running this country without him, and I don't think it's gone very well, has it? No. No. Bring him back. Here, here was the key. At the end of that, what he said at the end of the clip, we're going to replace it with
0: you, right, and then all glory to God. What they hated, Joy and Reed, and these folks Morning, Mika, what they hated was the fact that you guys are taking over and going to show them old school, original gangster democracy. Okay? They don't want it. And then, then Jack uh, finished, obviously, with the, uh, with the very humble, all glory to God, and they went nuts. You know why? Because you're Christian nationalist, right? Which makes you bad
4: people. Which makes you, that's the new form of domestic terrorism. Is it not, Jack Posobiec? Well, it's, it's really amazing because this is a term that didn't originate on the right. It didn't originate from the grassroots. It didn't originate on, and look, I spend way too much time on social media, as everybody. Steve's always telling me, so he You spend too much time on his social media. You need to get off. Good trolling. Why are you trolling them? Why are you trolling them? I said, Well, I got on drudge. Um, and so I've never seen that term until I saw it on Joy Reid, until I saw it on MSNBC. And they say, You're a Christian nationalist. You're a Christian nationalist. And I say, A Christian nationalist, where I come from, that's a compliment. Amen. 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 What is your sense?
0: You lit it up. What is your sense of this CPAC? What are we taking away from the CPAC?
4: And what do we need to take away from the CPAC? Look, so I've been coming to CPACs now 15 years or so. I remember coming back when Andrew was here with the Tri-Corner hat, when he was going at it with the Occupy guys, which was the progenitor. Outside the Wardham Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, across the way. And this was back when Occupy Wall Street, which is kind of the uh, proto-Antifa of the day, were all there. And I, I remember when President Trump then in 2011 came and stormed the state. Stage, essentially, a surprise speech that really was his first foray into presidential politics. And I remember sitting there in 2011, and Romney was got out to speak, and all the other candidates. And I remember seeing, you know, by the time, Donald Trump speaking, and I thought, Boy, I wish a guy like that would run for president one day, a guy who understands what this country needs, a guy who's going to put all the nonsense aside, get us back to work, get us back to basics, law and order, lock up these criminals, make us actually restore the greatness of our country. Amen. And it, no more neocons, no more, and we call them Blue on now, all this stuff. That's what Trump was all about. And he didn't say make America great again that day. He said, make our country great again. He hadn't quite perfected it yet. It was still in its, in its infancy. It was nascent. But what I see now, and I, I said it on stage earlier today, and I, I'll, I said it at the gala, but this really, really enforces it. Before Alexander invaded the Persian Empire, his greatest invasion of of his entire career. Everybody said he couldn't do it. He gathered all of his top lieutenants, his top soldiers, everyone, his generals, and it was the gathering of the Macedonians for a massive meeting and a feast prior to the invasion of the Persian Empire. It was 2,000 years ago. I'm looking out at this event, and I see a gathering of the Magadonians, which is here. Do we have any Magadonians? Unbelievable! This, this, this—we're not building a movement. We're building a new American republic, and it starts right here. We're in the swamp to drain the swamp, to raise the swamp, and replace the swamp. Can we give it up for Jack Posobiec? The show podcast every RIV, social media where they get jacked, that's right all so human events daily we come on rav the great real america you can go humanevents.com you get the podcast for the third hour of the war room we love to have you guys in there every single day there's a couple of promo codes you might hear on that show that you don't hear on this show we'll leave it at that for now but if you want your daily dose of human events and as the u.s navy taught me be good be brief be gone Jack Basovic, let's give it up for Jack. Jane Zirkle, what do you got? Let's
2: talk to some of the war room posse. Can you please tell me your name and what brings you to CPAC? Uh,
1: my name is Joseph, I'm from New York, and we're just here to declare we're taking New York back for Jesus and Donald Trump.
2: All right, take New York back, can you please tell me What brings you to CPAC?
1: My name is Pedro Israel Orta. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm here with my book launch on The Broken Whistle, A Deep State Run Amok, my memoir and government expose of the deep state and their corrupt lawless deeds.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Your name and what brings you to CPAC?
1: I'm Dennis Mayo, California Cowboys for Trump, here to support the president, Blake and Steve Bannon, and raise the name of Glenn Brooks, who's being destroyed by the January 6th prosecution. Thank you, sir. Your name
4: and what brings ben, you to
1: CPAC. Ben Berquon, what do you got for us? Oh, we got some amazing patriots over here. What's your name? Where are you from? Why are you here?
5: My name's Carrie Caldwell. I am from Fredericksburg, Virginia, born and raised in Virginia. And I am here because I am representing Armed Around the Community on Fox 5 Plus, and we love President Trump. Amen. God bless you. Ma'am, you've I- got a unique story. I do. My name is Lisa Ekman, and I'm from Louisa, Virginia. And this
2: is my first CPAC because I am a recovering Democrat and swamp creature from Washington, D.C., who woke up in 2020 and is now doing everything I can to help other Democrats wake up and spread the word. I'm here. I'm writing my book. It's called Deprogramming Democrats and Uneducating the Elite, How I Escaped the Progressive Call. All
4: right.
0: Wow. One more. brand hey, Amen. Hey, Amen, ma'am.
2: I'm Michelle Pinkerton from York, Pennsylvania. I'm here for Steve Bannon and President Donald J. trump
0: so much <laughs>
2: america
0: <laughs> caroline wrens in the house the most the most the political operative that the swamp hates those why, why do uh, why do people in dc hate you so much why are they hating on you all the time
3: well because i want to see a lot of them retire which is why i love this is ron mcdaniel's retirement party is that why we're all here so glad to see everyone it's the war posse that got that done. We got rid how, of- do, how do we get it done? Because we are not going to sit around and watch the same leaders fail us over and over again. It's ridiculous. It's the same consultant cultures. And we fought it. And we started with Kevin McCarthy. He had to go. And thank goodness he did because we are so much better off. And Ronald McDaniel had to go. We cannot continue to have these people leading our party who are losing elections for us, and they're letting them steal it right in front of us, and right now is a time that we the people need to not only take over our government, but the, the entities behind it and behind the Republican Party, and we are seeing that more so than ever, and that's why the posse is so
0: powerful. Okay, you took out McCarthy, the first Speaker of the House ever. You just took out Ron McDaniel, or hopefully in the next 24 hours it'll be official uh, after President Trump wins in South Carolina. What about the third leg of the stool, Mitch McConnell?
3: that Mitch is going to take himself out very soon. I think that there is a, a life expectancy there that is, I, I think he's going to be done after this term. And so I think there's a lot of good options, actually, that, we're, that I I would love to see a Ron Johnson, a Rick Scott, uh, you know, John Barrasso. There there are some great people coming in there, but the best one that could come in is Carrie Lake. If we get Carrie Lake in the United States Senate, oh my gosh, you can't even imagine what we could do. And, you know, Senators can't get a lot passed in their first term, but you could stop a lot. And let me tell you what, Carrie Lake will be a four to be reckoned with when she gets there okay tell us about the
0: rnc these people are very they've cut off the money they're not right. giving any money what's going to happen to the rnc how do we know it's getting turned around you got laura trump some great people going over there yep. walk us through when when the posse's going to know it's time to start hitting them with the donations
3: well, I'm so glad that Ron is gone, and anyone with a pulse is going to be better. But we still need to see some things happen before I would say go and donate your money and trust them again. First of all, they need to fire every law firm that they've spent money on, because every law firm that they have hired, 90% plus of their attorneys donate to Democrats, and that's who we expect to like help us in election integrity lawsuits. Give me a break. Cancel every single contract and revisit all of them. Cancel all of these contracts that have been grandfathered in. I would fume necessary. Hold on, how many the
0: staff, the staff, that's a hotbed of anti-Trumpism, anti-MAGA. What do you do with the staff?
3: I think that a lot of them need to go. There should be term limits, not only in Congress, but in the RNC. A lot of those people have been there for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. They lose an election cycle they just get promoted to the next job. So I'm very hopeful that Michael Watley and with Laura Trump come in and Chris Lasavilla is great from the Trump campaign. I hope they come in at guns a blazing, frankly. We got to get real America First patriots who have new ideas and fresh ideas to win because we are 70% of the country. We are not losing elections because we have the wrong ideas or the wrong candidates. My God, they ran Katie Hobbs, Joe Biden. The Democrats are the one with bad ideas and bad candidates, but they are savage at the way they do elections. We are playing checkers while they play tackle football with knives. And I want to see some people in the RNC that recognize that we are at war and want to fight fire with fire.
0: Okay, real quickly. Coming out of here with President Trump tomorrow, we got one minute. What needs to be done to back up President Trump to make sure we have a landslide victory in November?
3: Well, I'd like to answer the question you asked Carrie and Elise, which is, yes, I would serve as this vice president. I accept. Thank you. (laughs) No, but... The time, guys, we have 10 months to win this thing and we have got to get activated right now. And there are so many different ways through your precinct strategies, through also we need to not just wait on the RNC to get fixed or wait on your state party. If you don't trust your state party chair, then get involved with your local party. Start writing letters to your friends, registering your voters. We have got to be firing from all cylinders. Donate what you can to the America First patriots that need it. Donate to President Trump. Donate it to his legal fund. But right now it is going to take us, we the people to spread the message because we don't have the media on their side. We certainly don't have the judicial system on our side. We don't have the Republican establishment entities on our side, but we have the people, and that is you guys. So we've got to get together and do this ourselves, and you are our general and our commander in this, and so we're going to look to you to lead us, Okay, where
0: do they go right now, Caroline Wren, to find you on social media and make sure they reinforce all your message? Where do they go?
3: Sure, it's at Caroline Wren on Twitter, Getter, and Truth Social. Hold it. Caroline Wren for VP. Do I hear it?
0: (laughs) Except we the, we, the people. Back in a moment, in the
3: War room. Thank you.
0: The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, Eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon.
4: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Welcome back to the War Room. Since I've been so heated and over the top the last couple of days, I've asked a man of the cloth to come here and help calm me down. This is uh, Bishop Strickland, Bishop, Bishop Strickland from Tyler, Texas, one of the most devout traditional Catholic bishops or the most devout in this country. Now, Bishop, we just played a clip in the uh, last segment. President Trump went to NRB yesterday, the National Religious Broadcasters, and gave a full-throated defense of the Christian faith and Christians who are under an onslaught, not just from modern culture, But also from the political apparatus, he says, hey, our movement, the MAGA movement, is a movement that's going to basically primarily made up of traditional Catholics and Evangelical Christians and Christians, but we're going to defend Christians. You were just essentially relieved for cause by the Pope, right? I know you're in Tyler, Texas. You're you're still down there. Just give us your sense of modern culture and why it's so important that we've got to be at the forefront, whether it's through politics or culture or our faith of defending Christianity.
1: Absolutely, Steve. And I liked what I heard you say earlier, talking about the foundations of this nation as Judeo-Christian. And that's important to remember. I'm here to represent the truth revealed to us by God, ultimately through his son, Jesus Christ. He is truth incarnate. Many of us believe that, and whether that is our faith, we know. We believe in God. There's one truth, it's unchanging, and we've got to be strong in that truth. We're created in the image and likeness of God. We need to remember that. As I was asked to come here to CPAC, I knew that my basic message is we need to be one nation under God once again. To leave God out of the picture, which is, is being pushed in many ways, is not faithful to our foundations and is not faithful to our future. We've got to return to be, being people of faith. Certainly, the diversity of faith is part of the beauty of our nation, but people need to be use their God-given freedom to live and to choose how to follow God in their own path. We've got to foster that, rather than letting it be quieted and say, just behind closed doors. No, we've got to be out in the public square. That's the question. Is, is I want to talk about the public square, because the people that oppose us
0: are principally neo-Marxist atheistic. And they're coming after the family, and they're coming after the children. How do we, how, what's the first line of defense? How do we defend the family, the traditional family? How do we defend children? And how do we got to go on offense to not let the neo Marxist atheists take over this republic that's built
1: upon a foundation of Judeo Christian values? Well, Steve, that's a, a mouthful, but truly it begins with the sanctity of life, the sanctity of the life of the unborn, but that extends to your life and my life. Life is sacred from conception to natural death. The, the lawless border is a threat to the sanctity of life. Human trafficking, a threat to the sanctity of life. The fentanyl crisis, a threat to the sanctity of life. It has to be the sanctity of life, and then building on that, the sanctity of marriage. Because without marriage being strictly between a man and a woman for life, Committed to, for life and open to children, then family begins to unravel and sadly we 're seeing that happen constantly in our world. The human trafficking is fed too often because families are broken and children are left on their own.
0: Bishop Strickland, you, can, you, can you give us a uh, can you say a short prayer for us and give our audience a, a blessing here for CPAC that all the work we do and all the fighting we do
1: is under the tenets of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Absolutely. That's the best thing I can do is pray. Almighty God, we ask your blessing for all of us and for this community gathered called CPAC that we may realize in humility that we are all called in your love. You love us all in in wondrous ways, and you call us to live your truth. Help us to humbly come under your mantle of truth and goodness beauty and love and guide us away from the darkness that threatens this nation and our world may all people of faith be united in seeking to live the truth you have revealed to us a beautiful truth that guides and strengthens us if we will only open our hearts to that truth which is incarnate in jesus christ and we ask this blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Bishop Strickland, thank you so much. How do, how do people get to you?
0: How do, your website, how do people find uh, more? This is one of the best men in this country right here. How do people find
1: Bishopstrickland.com. People find Bishopstrickland.com. Pretty simple. Bishop Strickland. To-
0: can we hear from for Bishop Strickland? <laughs> thank you so much, sir. Ben Burkwam, take it away. Best suit in the business right here. What's
4: your name? Where are you from? Why are you here, sir? John Paul Moran from Go USA. And we have a system to throw the commies out of Congress. I love it. How about we take the independent vote and move it to 70 or 80% instead of 30 or 40% for Republicans? We have a system that can do it at Go USA. It's called the Opscore. And we're inviting everybody to take the OpsCore challenge because we just tested the state of Wisconsin. And we got independents going 70% for American First Republicans, even Democrats, 43% after taking this OpsCore challenge. And we're do they do it? They do it go-usa.us us there or Google Go USA and it. get on the train for the Upscore Challenge. I love it. Young man, come here. What's your name? Where are you from?
3: My name is Tadek. I'm from Fairfax
0: County in Virginia. I'm an anti-establishment journalist, in a sense. And I'm here to plead the case of Julian Assange because he has been prosecuted by the Biden administration and... His case is so important for press freedom in the West. Every human rights organization and press freedom group in the West supports him, and the Biden administration is continuing to prosecute him. I love it. And it's it's shameful. It is absolutely Amen. shameful. James Zirkel, what do you got? Thank you.
2: Can you please tell me your name and what brings you to CPAC? I'm Barbara. I'm from Rockville, Maryland. I'm here to support President Trump and to meet other patriots. And share your getter name. And my name getter name is at Bannon Book Club. Hi, War Room Posse. And who are you with? Who is this? I'm with my mom. This is I'm with my mom. This is Dorothy. I'm 88 and this country's too great to let down. Right. We must save it with All Trump.
0: Right. Your All name
2: right. and where you're from. Janie McCain from Orange County, New York. I'm here to see two rock stars, Steve Bannon and President Donald Trump.
0: All right. All right. What big Jersey pad.
2: Hold it. Hang on.
0: Naomi Wolf is in the house. So tell us about your travels and tell us about your fight. You thought fighting vaccines was hard at big pharma. You never met the political class. For war room veterans, you know, we have been all over the supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E. JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E Medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. .com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.